Welcome to the Washdown Podcast, episode 63. Well, tonight, Chris, James, and I have a really great conversation, and we kind of were all over the place, but I think it turned out pretty well. We had a great time making the episode, and I hope you have a great time listening to it. Maybe learn a couple things like we did. So, yeah, if you like it, click subscribe, hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube, um, leave us some feedback. All right, here it is, episode 63 of the Washdown Podcast. If it's not Jeep or a podcast, he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> we were fresh up there to getting food. And uh, this lady, she asked, I literally forgot what she asked. And what was I making? I'm already drawing a blank. Oh, I was making chili. And she's like, How do you make it, honey? You do this and this or this, or you make it spicy and good. This old little black lady in like one of those little power chairs, and I was like, "Honey, you know I make it spicy." She's like, "Dad, baby," I said, "You know these white folks don't know how to eat real food," and she almost fell out of her chair, laughing, and then followed by driving her chair around to every person in Price Chopper and telling the story, and we would hear her laugh from across the store. And a minute would go by, and we'd hear her laugh again, and a minute would go by, and we'd hear her laugh again. (laughs) <laughs> it was pretty funny. I like spicy food. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I make spicy chili, so and then we can be friends. You made it very clear the last time you were here that we were not friends. What episode is this? This would be episode sixty-three. I've made it very clear the last sixty-two episodes. You haven't been here for 62 episodes. All I know is I I want to be here for episode 69. (laughs) If we don't... The rest of them I don't care about, but that one I want to be here for. (laughs) And if we get to the 400s, I want to be here for 420. (laughs) That's an episode I wish you drank again so we could all just be just hammered drunk for episode 69. That would Uh, be a bad idea. Yeah. I don't think that would go well. Remember great. that whole conversation we were having about controversy and yeah. delete, 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 delete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we decided that's how we're getting followers. We're going to make a big controversy. No one knows who we are until we say something stupid. <laughs> I, I don't say things yeah. that are stupid. That's why no one will remember your name. Okay. Yeah. I don't, don't think. I really care about that either. I don't I'll do think my time the, uh... and I'm going to get out of here. I don't think the temporary internet fame that we could possibly get by saying something shocking or whatever would make up for the pensions that we would all lose. That's true. So and what what can we, we wouldn't we wouldn't because we're medics. You, you're expendable. Yeah. Well, apparently the problem now <laughs> is not the medics; it's the EMTs to drive the ambulances. That's where the struggle is. So I've been told by Chiefs. That is true. I played a new game, and it's called just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait till they're mostly done filling the roster. And then put your name in for overtime, and they're like, well, now all we have is this EMT spot. And I'm like, oh, okay. Darn, I'll take it. Wait, that's shift when I get a lunch break too? Yeah, I got you, Chief. And then I look like the hero. 
What's a lunch? <laughs> what's a lunch break? It's you should try it sometime. It's glorious. I did it the other day, and I got a whole nap in it. Um. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, it's not the worst thing. I've pulled a couple of those shifts myself. It's nice. You get a lunch break, or you work out. You could work out and eat lunch. There's something about like backing in the station when your dog tires, and like you're on lunch, and I'm just instantly like, <sighs> you're instantly like that anyway. I've lost count of the number of times that I've found you asleep during or ep- episodes or in between episodes. I'm not slept during episodes. I appear to sometimes be sleeping during episodes, but I in if fact it walks not. like a duck. It quacks like a duck. It's a goose. I'm just <laughs> saying. Water runs off its back. It's it's probably a fucking duck. It's a duck. I'm or duck See, costume, and that that leads us into accountability. James getting a lecture. Is Dad no. Jeremy here? I got a lecture there. Dad. Oh, it might be Uncle Jeremy. I got a lecture there. Dad, stupid. You're gonna get another lecture. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you are. I'll throw this whole episode. It won't be till after. See, I'm the I'm the guy that waits until 4:59 to fire you on a Friday. Can't <laughs> fire me if I quit. <laughs> if you quit, you don't get you don't get unemployment. See. I got nine other jobs. I'm going to make my own podcast. With hookers and coke? Every episode is episode 69 on my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's Futurama reference, by the way. I think you need some brain worms. I don't watch Futurama. I never got into it. No. What's wrong with you? He's, remember, he is young. He's younger than us. So it was kind of like. It was definitely in my age group. 99. I'm just, yeah. I love Family Guy and it started in 99. You got to be smart to understand Futurama, though. No, I, yeah. I'm not not smart. I'm just saying, like, of all but those. Not, not, not smart. Of all those comedies, I thought Family Guy was the best. And I'm going to throw it right out there with King of the Hill, too. And The Simpsons kind of bore me sometimes. King of the Hill is a classic. I'm not saying I don't I'm like it. King of the Hill. I'm just like, it's just... Hmm. Hmm. The South Park? Great. No. I, love South, I do love South Park. I never got into South Park. I love South Park. I do love Family Guy, I, but I love I South feel Park. like South Park is like potty humor for the sake of potty humor. It used to be. Yeah, they want to see what they get away with. Yeah, it used to be, but like and they make fun. They make they make fun of everyone. the last ten seasons. They've gotten pretty intricate in their yeah jokes. There, there's a uh, there's there's a uh, like it's an hour special on them where they go behind the scenes and show you how they make an episode. Mm-hmm. And it comes out on like a Wednesday, and they don't finish making it till Tuesday night <laughs> or Wednesday morning because they wait and see what's going on in the world. That's what they make the episode about. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty neat and how intricate it is. And I'll tell you the day I like truly fell in love with South Park, as bad as this is, was when they did the episode on Terry Shivo. <laughs> and I realized, I was like, they, there's nothing they won't touch. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that back to just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. What them? Yeah, anybody. We've lost a level of class in this country. That, I mean, people take it too fucking far. Yeah, they had a whole season called. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. That's South interesting Park. coming from the same person that I've also heard repeatedly say we're becoming a bunch of pansies in this country. We are becoming a bunch of pansies in this country. We're about to find but out. There's, but <laughs> those things aren't mutually exclusive. You're not a pansy if you have class. I mean, they got that they they can be loosely related, if you want to. I mean, yeah, if you want to be liberal about it, and so I don't even think that. I mean, I think you like draw lines that don't connect. Then yes, it's a straw argument. I mean, you could clearly say that Dave Chappelle had straw no straw man argument. You could say yes. Dave Chappelle had no class. Why? Well, just be, James going to score eight hundred sixty points a game? And just because, and just because he says it doesn't mean it should be said. Yet, I think he brings the country together through comedy because everybody's fair game. Okay, so tell me what Dave Chappelle has said that is controversial in all of his Netflix specials. What is it? Because I've watched them all. He's not saying anything controversial. I think the biggest thing was the, If you take him out of context, LeBron James, it was LeBron the LeBron James quote thing, not the quote, but his little skit on that. Um so I don't I don't find any of it controversial. I don't either. But I'm also not um but and then again you're trying to draw a comparison from stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy is supposed to be making fun of everybody and all of that. Why can't TV comedy be that way? Because it's targeted at kids. South Park was never targeted for kids. I'm just saying, I was never. That's the majority. That's the majority of people that fucking watched it. So don't even sit there and tell me that's on the parents. Seriously, if you don't want your kid watching something, that's fine. Don't let them watch. Comedy Central was was never a kids network. No, it never was. Drawn together. I know you remember that show. Nope. That was terrible. Yeah, nothing about. No, I mean you could. Have a conversation with Simpsons. Simpsons at times had references, but Simpsons wasn't even on a kids' network. It was on Fox. Yeah. If we look at your anim- if we look at your kids' networks growing up, so Disney and Nickelodeon. Hmm. I mean, depending they- on the generation, Cartoon Network you can throw in yeah. there. Yeah. So to a certain time for Cartoon Network, like it was like nine ten o'clock. Yeah, Adult, adult swim. swim. Yeah. But even like South Park was always on Comedy Central and on later in the evening and kids that shouldn't be watching it should be in bed because they got school. But if those kids did watch it, it's not the writer's fault. Just like a movie. Would you let your five-year-old go watch a rated R movie? Or a 10-year-old? No. All right, then. But again, we're talking about they take, they go way too far. There's a difference. Okay, define too far. That's subjective, man. Yeah, that's sorry. That's super subjective. Your too far right. is not my too far. Okay. That's what it comes down to. Wait, wait a second. Did we just become best friends? Are we on the same team? Yep. <laughs> Jeremy's out. Okay. Fine. That's the way you guys want to have it. If, now, as an adult, do you want to say that making fun of the woman who had a, basically became 
a vegetable and didn't have a choice for herself and was caught in a huge legal battle amongst family members inappropriate, eh, we could have that conversation. I don't even think it's a conversation. It's fucking wrong. But yet the episode was funny. Or, or are they doing it to draw, shed light on something? That's a problem in the world. Through humor. So, I, Jay and I have talked about it. If I'm a veggie, pull the plug. Why, why incur the expense of keeping my body alive? I'm dead. Right. I have no brain function. Mm-hmm. Where my parents... I think you're giving South Park a little bit too much credit of them... I don't. ...trying I don't. to why? shed I, light on social issues. I don't. That's exactly if what you're, they're doing. That, that's ex- in the more okay. recent seasons, that's exactly what they do. Those it, guys aren't dumb. It wasn't just dumb luck that they... Like, oh, hey, we got this idea, and they struck gold. They're not TikTok stars. It's a lot like if you don't want if you don't it's want something media. known, don't put it on the internet. If you don't want to have faults found in something through humor, don't do it, because South Park will get a hold of it. And that's the thing. And, and they you do get on well. me about having a shaker that doesn't rattle, and yet you're drinking. Well, if I was in my normal spot. You'd still hear it. Nuh-uh. Because I could... Uh-uh. I lower my volume whenever I take a drink. Hmm. Well. Because I'm a professional. <clears throat> Keely said with a straight face. Can I go home? Yep. I got enchiladas waiting on me. Ooh, can I come to your house? Fuck no. <laughs> I thought we had a moment earlier, and now you're just like... Hmm, hang out with you and my wife or just hang out with my wife? Sorry, dude. That's our time. But it's me, bro. We'll have our time later. No, we, we never have our time. It's because you never call me. That's true. I call you, I text you, and nothing. That's I get ghosted. Yeah. False. Same False. thing. False. The group chat does not count. The group chat fucking counts. counts. You're part of the group. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. What do you want? So either participate... Or don't. I participate. Or you can no, you participate. don't. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I just participate from afar. That's not participating. I observe. I'm, I, I'm an overseer. I'm an overseer of the chat. Making sure you two hooligans. He's a moderator. Yeah. Oh. oh. He has to be in, like charge. He he m- has to be in charge, charge of something. Okay. That makes it feel good. Okay. Like he moderates our Facebook page. I could take the Facebook page down. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Nothing's getting done on it anyway. Yes, huh? That's where we get most of our views, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I know. I can see the analytics. Oh, I thought you don't do Facebook. It's not the Facebook analytics. It's the analytics on YouTube. Shows me where people are watching it from. Yeah, YouTube. No. They're seeing it through Facebook. Oh. Which is They are? Important. So we need the Facebook page? That so I win. No, you actually kind of lose because you're making my point. That I'm awesome. No, that shit needs to be posted. Because Mm -hmm. guess guess what happens whenever the episodes aren't posted to Facebook? They don't get watched. Wow, I can't believe you're going to air this argument now and your grievances. I was trying not to. That's not trying to have a conversation about leadership on your part. Trying to talk about leadership and accountability. And unfortunately, it is now impossible for leaders to hold people accountable. Oh, whoa, wait a second. 
Wait a second. So, so this is how we're talking about leadership by Arnold. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna get yelled at for my drink. But we're not gonna talk about Sir Smacks a lot over there. I'm not the one on trial here. Don't try to shift the blame. It's your turn later. <laughs> oh, I don't care. You know I, I don't know. care. <laughs> Unshameable. Yeah. You picked, you picked two winners, let me tell you. I know. It's us fat kids. You can't yeah. shame us. Yeah. We own beers, dude. We don't care. Yeah. You know why I'm fat? I like beer and I like food. And I don't like working out because it makes me sweaty. And then I smell and I don't like it. Cause I I'm going to let you 45 in. 45 minutes in a shower. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I can't get my secret. fat ass out. <laughs> let you in on a little secret. You smell anyway. I do that on purpose so you don't sit by me. <laughs> it's all strategery. Oh, thanks, President Bush. That's what we need right now. Some strategery. <laughs> Be nice if we had that. We so don't. We can mumble our way through. Now to, to our topic of the night. We're doing that shit again. And by that shit, I mean deploying our, deploying our troops. Yeah, it's too early to talk about that. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. We sent another 7,000 out of the States today. Yeah. But there's still a lot of unknowns to where. Yeah. 7,000 more families ripped apart. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with it either, but... Not my call. I didn't, I didn't make the call. It doesn't rest on my shoulders. Right now, something needs to be done just to stop what's going on. And unfortunately, it, that means you have to deploy people. Unfortunately, yeah. it this was totally preventable. Absolutely preventable. So, but you know, not, let's not get all political here. Yeah. Oh, no, I was looking at I'm gonna I'm gonna point everybody to the uh mental health aspect of our the Black again. Rifle Coffee podcast with Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller and uh the Jocko podcast with Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller, who was formerly a battalion commander in the Marine Corps, and listen to what he has to say about our leadership in this country. So Yeah. Yeah. It's about my pay grade. Yeah. It was his pay grade, so he can talk on it with authority. So yeah, I can't wait till one day. I hit my, that's my goal, is one day I can just say, this is my pay grade. I don't have to say, that's above my pay grade. I can say, oh, this is my pay grade. I think you got to start accepting accountability before your pay grade is going to increase. I accept accountability. Okay, give us an example. Because whenever we were sitting here the other night with Scott and we were talking about your Jeep, none of the problems with your Jeep were your fault. Yeah, you can't use that episode. That you know, Yes, you, I can. No, you don't because it's recorded I, evidence. Yeah, and in that evidence you'll find <laughs> I was accountable to myself because I brought up my own issues and my own flaws and addressed them. You'd have been so proud. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah. So I was very accountable to myself. Okay, so what changes have you made? You don't nervous Jeep anymore. You can't break That's it because you, it's back in the you shop. You can't break it if you can't drive it. Uh, I'm not spending money on it right now. Did you figure out? Did you figure out if it was the actually the wheel speed sensor? Um, kind of yes and no. I just replaced it and then put the super chip on it. 
And is it driving right? Uh, that's tomorrow's project. That I'm not spending money on. But I'm trying to get ready for the weekend. Well, good luck with that. I hope it works out for you. I really do. There's nothing worse than spending a shit ton of money on something and not being able to use it. Mm-hmm. But no, um, I think it'll be good to go. Because basically we were just trying to, so it threw a code. Mm-hmm. The code was like improper gear ratio. So then I was like, oh yeah, we're basically trying to get this transmission to learn on 38s with 536 gearing and three working wheel spin sensors. Of course the transmission's like, yeah, go fuck yourself, bro. Your chip should have reprogrammed it. I know that's that's why we that's why we reprogrammed it. Hmm. So you don't listen when I talk. I mean, you should have done that before you tried to drive it. I rushed things. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a boring ass conversation. He just doesn't have a GP salty. Don't care. Pull the microphone to your face so people can hear you make fun of us. No. Well, why don't you interject and change the direction of the conversation? I tried to, and then y'all are like, eh, yeah, yeah. Well, you want to talk about fucking developing politics of right now that we're not educated enough to talk about. We don't know what's going on. I was just going to talk about the troops deploying because we do know that's happening. Where are they going? Germany. Okay, they go to Germany all the time. That's so not a new thing. Staging then. Yeah. Hopefully they're not needed. It's a small show of force. Hopefully Putin's just dipping a toe. So from every, god damn it, from everything that I've seen, it's not dipping a toe. There's missile and airstrikes on the capital in Ukraine. That's not dipping a toe. There are confirmed civilian casualties. That's, that's like a cannonball. That's not dipping a toe. I hadn't heard that yet. Yeah. That's been on the news since noon today. I haven't watched the news. Yeah. So, he's not dipping a toe. He is full bore ahead. So, if you want to play the what the fuck if game, China also sent mm-hmm. nine... Nine. Call that one two weeks ago. <laughs> fighter craft into Taiwanese airspace. Yeah, I heard that. So, you want to spitball and figure out what's going to happen? Because I've listened to enough guys talk about it that Russia's going to continue to push, China's going to invade Taiwan, and World War III is going to fucking happen. And then guess what Russia's going to do? They're going to come across Siberia. Because Alaska is a pretty good place for them to fucking land. Mm-hmm. And ain't nobody wants to fight Russia in the winter. Nope. It's uh, it was interesting listening to a lot of the soldiers back during the withdrawal of Afghanistan. And you can tie a lot of it back to that. Yeah, just with I mean there was there were so many, you know, from our standpoint of the things we look at, like we look at. And we talked about here, like, the mental health of the soldiers feeling 
like it was all for nothing. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously that like emotional feeling of like again the the all for nothing the just the images of seeing people fall from the planes like it was it was bad losing thirteen more service members but then they also in the same breath were like this sets a bad precedent mm-hmm. this emboldens other countries to do dumb shit mm-hmm. and that's the exactly second. that's exactly what we did and I, it, it's interesting I'm it, I'd like to talk to you know a service member or, or a service family member that and just be the feeling of like God here we go again it's never ending yeah, and it's well, never ending due to like fixable solutions with leadership well i agree and disagree on that and the reason that i disagree is because we're humans conflict has been part of human nature since the beginning of time there's really not been a time in all of our civilization recorded history that there hasn't been war going on somewhere now whether it's a border war between two countries or you know like India and China where they throw rocks at each other or whatever it's still going on and it happens every day and if not every day then every other day so that's probably not ever going to change because people are people and not all people are good people so and somehow those not good people usually find themselves in high positions of power well I was watching a Jocko podcast with Jordan Peterson and they were talking about that Episode 98 of the Jocko Podcast. Go watch it. Enlighten yourself. So, but they were talking about that, about, you know, people, we're a herd animal almost. Yeah, yeah, our eyes are in the front, we're predators, all that good stuff, blah, 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 blah. But we have this amazing mentality to have that herd mentality, group think, the mob mentality, which allows us to do some pretty awesome things. To come together in huge construction projects or just like bees, you know, yeah, to do whatever, but it also allows us to do some pretty atrocious fucking things like genocide. So, and all it takes is that fucking one person to stand up and go, Hey, it'd be a great idea if we went and did this. And then all of his little buddies that think he's so awesome hey, yeah, it's a really great idea. Go do this. And it always starts off small until finally, you know, you're doing some pretty horrific fucking things. And then everybody that gets caught up in it, well, I was just following orders or I was just going along with everybody else. It's not my fault. There was an NFL player recently that had to issue a public apology because they had asked him, like, if you could do dinner with an inf- like one of the most influential people, who would it be? Like, who would you want to pick the brain of? And he was like, Adolf Hitler. And everyone was like, oh, my God. How dare you say Hitler? To which I say, name a more influential person in the history of the world. Doesn't necessarily have to be good. Yeah. It's who's more influential. So why do you have to apologize for it? Because it was Hitler. Why are people apologizing for dumb shit? Mm-hmm. When did that become a thing? Mm. I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll Google cancel culture and find out for yeah. you. <clears throat> don't cancel me. I'm sorry that I said what the same fucking thing you said last week. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I feel bad for him. I've been kind of messaging 
some of my friends. Some are already in Germany and got deployed to Poland. Some are getting de- deployed to Germany. It just sucks. Yeah. I got you know, friends that, like, their husband and wife that are in Germany, and they're probably going to have to sh- literally ship their kids back here to stateside to be with their parents because they're both getting deployed. Mm-hmm. It's just a little and- shit we don't think about. You know, that's, that's that's not on the news. Yeah. Well, and that's one of those things about being in the military. I mean, it's one of those things that people do not think about. Just like aspects of our job, aspects of the police department that people don't think about. I mean, it's like, yeah, we have to cook our own food. Yeah, we have to sleep at the fire station. Yeah, if a call comes in, we have to get the fuck up and go, you know. And it's the same thing with the military. Whenever, you know, you get your orders to go somewhere, it's not a request. It's a fucking order. You yes, gotta so, go. Something I we were talking at the station last day. The I I literally think almost every shift. For the last probably year. Someone with either scrubs, or a badge, like just in simple, easy going conversation, has asked the question like, "What time are you off? When you get off? What time did you come to work?" Like. Like, they don't know we work 24-hour shifts. And that's funny because before that's never been an issue. But I was noticing, like, there's been just so much turnover in our careers lately. So, like, new nurses, new cops, like, just kind of out of the loop of things. Like, mm-hmm. like damn, 24 hours? I'm like, what did you think we did? And yeah. it, it's funny, even kind of the other day, a cop friend of mine that had some time on, and he was training a new cop, and I was just chit-chatting, and he's like, you see 24 hours? And he was like, yeah, what did you think they do? He's like, I just never knew. And I, it's, it's been fascinating. Like, even nurses are like, so what time are you off? I'm like, what time do you think I'm off? Same time as always. <laughs> you ain't got to be a dick, James. Well, no, it's just... It's they don't been, know. It's knowledge gap, man. It's just been, but like I said, it's been just a lot of... Just turnover. Yeah, because nobody wants our jobs anymore. Yeah. It's interesting how you can go from in a twenty-year span, like we're the heroes of America, to like, hey, fam, just go sit in the corner and be quiet. Yeah, cops, firefighters, nurses, everybody. That's in a two-year span. <clears throat> True. COVID started. Everybody loved us. We got pizza parties. <laughs> yeah. Signs in yards. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to being the evil money sucking leeches. Because we're, well, we're necessary I, evil when it comes to a budget. And I think it's even worse than that. I don't even think we register. It would be nice. That's the way it feels anyway. It would be yeah. nice to talk. I'm not trying to compare the two. I just think there are similarities between the two. Um, Like talk to a Vietnam vet. I was like, oh, let's protect our troops. Let's protect our troops when they leave. And when they come back, it's like, you're a monster. You're an animal. You have mm-hmm. no support. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. I saw a video the other day. It was, you know, it was like a, they were at a diner and there was a Vietnam vet there and he had his. Well, it was a commercial. It was a Super Bowl. Was it a commercial? Mm-hmm. Was it on during the Super Bowl? Because mm-hmm. I only saw it online. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I saw it in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, uh. He's sitting in a diner and he's got like all of his tattoos. It's clear he's a 
uh, Vietnam vet, and a guy in uniform walks in. And they're like, oh, you know, here's your free coffee. And the family's like, hey, can we take a picture with you? And blah, blah, blah. And he's just kind of looking at it with disdain. And, um, it, you know, then the kid comes over and taps him on the shoulder. And he's like, hey, can I get a picture with you? That man over there said, you're a hero. You know, it's just, you know, I feel bad for, especially like the police officers and the nurses and firefighters over the last, like, couple of years that probably started their careers feeling amazing great like they were in a great job and left it going what in the fuck did i just leave it's gonna be a pretty good kick in the dick yeah well, so that's what happens when you you know give people a quarter of a story you, know, you see all the videos online of cops fighting somebody and you you don't know what happened before the fight started or what happened five minutes before, but you see the fight or you see the shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, what led up to it? Mm-hmm. Now let's watch or, the whole thing and then let's see if it was a good shoot or a bad shoot. Because if it's a bad shoot, I'll say the same thing. I'm like no, no. Yeah. But if it's justified, I'm like yeah. Well, and give me all the information that way I can make a decision. But we we don't operate that in our 15 <clears throat> second society. No, because people don't have the fucking attention span, and they don't care to search. No. They don't care to see the whole story. Everything, it needs to be force-fed, or spoon-fed to them, not force-fed, but spoon-fed to them. That's what, everybody wants it easy, right now, right now, right now. And, you know, I was talking to Rachel about that before you guys got here, about how, you know, basically this goes back to leadership. We've fucked ourselves so hard in this country with all of the subsidies and everything else that we've been given to China for the past 20, 30 years, we have subsidized them to take over. Mm-hmm. We absolutely have because we have greedy politicians who don't think about 20, 30, 40 years from now. They think about right now I can buy this jet or I can do this or I can do that. They're going to give me money for my campaign. How do, you, how do you go into the... China's playing the fucking long game. You know, and you bring up another point I wonder about, too. We are becoming more and more and more of a society. Like, I remember when I've done <coughs> marketing courses, like, online for, like, advertising and stuff through social media. Mm-hmm. It's all about, like, minimizing the amount of words you put on a flyer. Minimizing the words and time spent in, like, a video ad. Like, here's your target range, if you look at, like, a bell curve of your peak attention span in said 15 seconds, and here's where you, like, literally 15 seconds, that's your target mm-hmm. video time. That's why TikTok videos are fucking mm-hmm. 10, 20 seconds long. That's it. And it, it makes me wonder if if we take a step back from our view of things through this podcast, if we're really losing or winning the mental health war in this country. The more and more we <laughs> shorten attention span, if we're really, like, people want it now, people need this, people want that. Oh. And how many times have we said mental health is not an overnight or 15-second video fix? We, we're we losing that battle so hard, it's not even funny. I mean, suicides have passed line-of-duty deaths for how many years now with the fire department? I think uh, the past two, three, at least. At least. 
So suicide rates have gone up exponentially. Mental health issues have gone up exponentially in this country for the past, well, it's been the past 10 years, but it's really accelerated since the pandemic. Now, part of that, you could put that on the pandemic with people being isolated. Um, well, you got fear mongering too. Well, and the fear mongering from the entertainment media, because I'm sorry, CNN and Fox News, they're not the fucking news. No. They're, yeah. they're talking heads. So, so I, but when you talk about that and leadership, you're talking integrity. What happened to have integrity? Well, there is no journalistic integrity anymore. And reporting the facts, not what you want the facts to be. Yeah. Or answering a direct question and not dancing around it. Yeah. We'll do a quick search. You can do a quick search on your phone and see who owns CNN, Fox, NBC. Oh, it's They're like, owned it's like by three people. Yeah. If I remember right. And they all have a fucking agenda mm-hmm. that they want to push. So those people are going to say what they're told to say. Yeah. I remember that video mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. It's like all the different news networks and they're like literally Across saying the, the same thing yeah. line for line for line. I was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It really is. They cher- you know, you cherry pick stories and mm-hmm. and you show a certain angle or a certain section of video to elicit a reaction. Mm-hmm. And you distort facts. Or just omit them entirely. Mm-hmm. Or that. You know, it's I mean, funny. You keep repeating a lie over and over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the whole Rittenhouse thing caused a lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. And he sued these networks and won, just like um, Eric Salmon did. I saw that he was suing them. I didn't know that he had won. Well, maybe he he hasn't won yet, but he will. Uh, Now, (laughs) he just came out the other day, him and his lawyers, they're going to sue LeBron James. Good. And They should sue fucking Biden, too. And they haven't said his name specifically, but they said everybody who needs to be held accountable is going to be held accountable. Because you pop off at the mouth before you know all the facts. Because mm-hmm. you're given a snippet. And you need to wait to reserve judgment until you hear it all. Oh, but how would you virtue signal with everybody else if you waited and got all the facts? You know, it's you could truly argue that one of the most racist establishments in the history of this country would be the media. They'll, they'll be the first one to say, like, oh, this black man was shot by a white cop. Unarmed, you know. But then also they'll turn around... They'll do the one story to get the attention, but then low-key they'll just flood flood you every day with, like, look at this black man that did this violent thing. Look at this black man that did this violent thing. Look at all this black violence. And so, I mean, growing up in a town, that like, that, that's when your news is kind of your outlet to what's going on in the city. Like, yeah, you're inundated. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. Look at all these black men, black men doing these violent things in the city. And you form, you start forming an opinion at a young age. Yeah, racism doesn't come from arrogance. It's formed by ignorance when you're inundated with that's all you know. But then when you actually sit down and talk to somebody who's on the other side, like like me, like us and James, or you, you can throw anybody in there, but you're not that different. We all want the same damn thing to make a living and be left the fuck alone. I want to be treated with respect. You want to be treated with respect. It's pretty simple. It goes back to our episode, what was it, three or four ago? 
Don't be a dick. Who's being a dick? Was it Jeremy? I don't remember. Probably. Yeah, probably. I got the jacket. So. He wears the hat all the time. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? It's got a big white spot on the top. I don't know. Yeah, duh. Okay. I have no clue what he's talking about, but I'm I, just going to agree with him and not you, so I'm just going to yeah, duh. Yeah, it's a, oh. thinker. It's a thinker. You'll get it. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far ahead of you guys. You guys are over here playing checkers. <laughs> I'm with Sheldon playing 3D chess. <laughs> Wow. That was good. That was good. <laughs> He's been on two episodes in the past, like, a month and a half, and that is the second Big Bang Theory reference. It's a great show. Yeah, but I don't think it needs to be referenced this hard. I'll give you something that's hard. Anyway, hey, back to hey, your hey, back to your question right. of whether or not we're losing the mental health battle <clears throat> yes. in this country. Yes, we are. And it's Here's really it evident. The, the biggest thing it takes is money and it takes people willing to do that job and they're not and let's be honest society revolves around money this is a fact that we all need to get used to you can't do anything without money and it's even though it's the root of all evil so you got to fund mental health I to get treatment and treatment centers and staffing and education and then you got to get people to buy into help I agree with you. I'm not and, getting any of that. And don't agree with you. Um, I I don't know that money, no matter how much money you throw at it, unless you're dealing in reality in the situation. You got to throw no money amount, out the right way. No, yeah, I guess. Like, there's no amount of money is going to fix so, some, like. Staffing. That's, that's, the, that's your biggest piece. Mm-hmm. You don't have the staff. I don't know what the numbers are. But we'll call it one in a hundred. Let's just—I mean, just just well, make just to make it easy. I don't like I said. I don't know what the exact numbers are. So one mental health professional for every hundred people who needs it—that's a lot. You can say one in fifty, still a lot. Now, now you got time. You don't have time as that one person to see that hundred or or fifty. Where are you going to see them at? You need education. You need continuing education because things change. The more we learn, and the more we evolve the more we understand. So you got all these components. So but and you gotta have money to do all of that. Well and that's just there. that's just your outpatient needs. Yes. Let's talk about inpatient for a second. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna even skip ahead of you and say let's look at throwing money at something to prevent the problem in general, not treat the problem. Then you're talking three times as much money. Yeah. You're trying to catch it early. Yeah. Why would we do that? I mean, if we can treat or, the symptoms and make a lot of money, why would we cure a disease? Why don't we teach life skills? You're gonna get Clinton talking like that. <laughs> wow. I'm not wow. I'm not that important. <laughs> like that makes sense. Suicide. <laughs> you know, why how come in school why or yeah, how come we don't in school teach life skills? I learned how to write checks in school. I was like fifth grade. Because we go broke if everybody has a good credit score. And how to count back change. I took, we had to take home ec. 
to had sewing projects and cooking projects. Yeah, I, I ran still a call can't last night for someone shit. who obviously never took home ec. You know, child, we, had, we had family relations, you know, so you had to have, take the baby home that cried all freaking night long. You know? <laughs> the greatest but, celibacy <laughs> duel ever. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But, but it teaches you, but it's showing you how hard it really is and, and a glimpse. You're getting a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. and what you If you learn. take it seriously. If you take it seriously. But, like, the, the baby that gave us, if the head went back, it clicked, and, it, mm-hmm. and the teacher was able to see how many times that had clicked. And, like, you know, it was during football season. So I had to find somebody during football practice to watch the baby. That wasn't easy. You know, but we don't teach these life skills, like, how to cope with mental health. Like, I mean, look at bullying. Mm-hmm. That's a big push to stop bullying, right? And what do they tell you to do? Tell the teacher. And what happens? Not a fucking thing. Most ninety nine percent of the time, probably nothing. And then you, you, you know what? You, you know problem. what used to work? You punch him in the face. Yeah. You know what? You might get your ass kicked, but you're gonna do a lot on ass whooping too. Yeah. You did, might get me, but you're gonna know you've been in a fight. Did you guys see that story about uh, um, Drake Hardman this past week? Mm-mm. No. So Drake. It was a. I can't remember where it was. He was a middle schooler. He's twelve years old. Um, is he the one that hung himself mm-hmm. with a sweatshirt on his bunk bed? Yep. Then yes, I saw that. Didn't see it. He twelve year old was having a bunch of bullying issues going on at school. Um, school was aware of it. Had disciplined the bully before. Um, this kid was like so. I guess loving would be the word. He was still trying to be friends with the bully. And he uh, came home one day with a black eye after getting beat up by the bully and hung himself by his favorite sweatshirt from his bunk bed. Um, Dad found him, cut him down, did CPR. They got a pulse back. And he was alive for a few days and damage was done. But it, it just... That's just one example of what goes on. Yeah. And it's it's never... So, I mean, I know... I know Hearing stories when my my parents were kids that happened happened when I was in school when you guys were in school my son dealt with it we just didn't have social media to and then magnify I had, it I get the call from the school that he got into a fight I'm like okay who did the first punch doesn't matter the hell it doesn't my son is not a punching bag period so it, and me and the principal didn't get along shocker <laughs> I, like, I was like here's the deal if you came up to me on the street and punched me in the face I'm gonna kick the holy living shit out of you. Period. I don't care. You do not put your hands on me. I'm not putting my hands on you. You don't put your hands on me. It matters. Don't care who you are. Keep your hands to yourself. And if you're a bully, your day's going to come or you can get your ass whipped. What was that town in uh, Missouri? It was Missouri, wasn't it, where they made the movie with Brian Dennehy? He was the town bully, and they ended up killing him. Ooh, I'm drawing a blank on that one. I'm drawing a blank on that, too. You're not talking about Rambo, are you? No. Because <laughs> he died in that movie, too. <laughs> no, did he live? Oh, did he live? Yeah. He was just shot a lot. <laughs> Ram- Rambo let him live because of Colonel Troutman. Oh, yeah. God, I said I know that shit. <laughs> but, no, he was in a, it was a movie. I remember watching it when I was a kid, and it was a movie made in the 80s. He was like the bully of the town. It was a small town. I want to say it was here in Missouri. 
and town <laughs> stood behind him when he was in his truck and lit him up. And then that was the end of it. Nobody saw anything. Now, I'm not saying that's the way you need to handle it, of course. But that's what it comes to, eventually. People have enough. And you don't know how they're going to respond, but bullying is a major problem. Well, I've heard, I've, I've heard and, even, like, in the job, there's that one guy that it, we've all heard it in all of our jobs, you know, like, why are you nice to him? Because he strikes me as the person that's going to kill me. Well, why don't you actually just be genuine to me, to him? You know, like, everyone walks on eggshells around guys or wants to be nice to people because, like, oh, oh, that's the that's the guy that's going to go postal. That's your future school shooter. Like, just derogatory, terrible terms. I'm like, well, why don't we just be nice? Don't be, be a dick. How about we be nice to everybody? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? You respect me, I respect show, you. Show period. initiative and ask him, hey, man, what's going on? Because there's probably something going on there. I'm not, I'm not excusing it by any means, but look at every, like, terrible, every every shooting, every, you know, just a lot of these very public violent acts that, that we take back and look, and we're like, oh, look at all these steps we missed. Well, because you're lazy. Because you were lazy. The signs are there. Yeah. I can only throw 19 so many red flags in your face till that's on you for just missing them. Who's responsible for catching them? Everybody. So, so is that doesn't accountability? That to, doesn't that go back to safety? Who's responsible for safety? He he, he got it. Accountability. Yeah. Accountability. No. Safety. I mean, how many calls do we run at work that's like, hey, Stan, go go respond to this call. What is it? We don't know. What are they doing? We don't know. Well, what happened? We don't know. Somebody just called it in. Mm-hmm. Did they stop? No. Yeah, I mean, it's all the time. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's on everybody to take care of themselves, obviously. But also, whenever you see something. Say something. Yeah. Even if you're not going to be the person to fucking step in and intervene, there's people to call. Well, that's the thing, too. And At least pull your phone out and record it. <laughs> yeah, that shit just needs to stop. Well, then we wouldn't have TikTok videos. That's true. Or World Star. World Star. <laughs> I don't even fucking... I'm tired of hearing about TikTok. I mean... Hey, here's the thing. Whether you like it or not, it is a part of our society and is very functional. Like, here's the thing. As a, It's part of the dumbing down of our society. As a frequent... We just talked about that yeah. 20 minutes ago. As a frequent scroller of the TikToks, you know what I see ads for like mostly because it's all super targeted you know how it works oh yeah um i'm seeing more and more ads on my facebook and my tiktok now for like mental health services i think uh cerebral is one of the big ones i've been seeing it's like only have 15 minutes a day need to improve your mental health go to cerebral where you can talk to a you know a virtual counselor for 15 in your spare time i'm like now we're just now we're just on a money grab that's mm-hmm. that's all we are now. We're just on a money grab. Yeah, it, it's a joke. But we but throw yeah. we but throw remember, mental health at it. It's like, but remember, we're talking about so those programs. It's like a health food pandemic. Oh, we just say it's so healthy. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff. They all run off of an algorithm. Mm-hmm. 
So if you sit there and all you watch are mountain bike crashes or whatever else the fuck you want, that's you're all gonna, you're going to see. You're, you're gonna never going to see. Bicycle helmet ads. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you're never going to see any of those mental health ads. And that shit needs to fucking change. Yeah. Like, the, social media in our country and worldwide it's has co- way too much fucking power. It, it's funny because they're like, a lot of the issues are caused, are caused by social media. Fuck me- that motherfucker. A lot of the issues are caused by social media. And no. then some sadistic asshole said, hey, let's advertise on social media. <laughs> yeah. People are killing themselves left and right because of online bullying. Let's make a post online about how bullying isn't nice. Like, what? Yeah. And, it, and I don't want to say it works. People just suck it in. Like, Yeah. But, I mean, that's the problem. I mean, you see an uptick with the mental health. I don't know what the right term of it is. Like, we're seeing more mental health problems with younger and younger people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really been back to, to Capitol Hill. This, this yeah. issue has been on Capitol Hill. Yeah. It is tied back to social media. I mean, young adults and children. Remember, people. Your brain is not fully formed until you're in your late 20s. Late 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what does they say, 25 or 26? Yeah. On average. On average. You know when the, you know when the average uh, onset of paranoid schizophrenia is? Or bipolar schizophrenia? Right at that time. Fasc- Between 25 and 30. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and scary. And, like, yeah, it's real fucking scary. Especially when you're in acute with somebody, I was uh, who has had that. I've, I've been, you know, working in a hospital, and there was a a young gal that came in. She was a D one soccer player, really popular on her campus, big big campus, um, all American, like fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she broke. Mm-hmm. I was in acute with a doctor, a surgeon, who just snapped and it was that he had a family history of it and everything and i you know sitting down trying to have a conversation with that guy was fucking scary he was on a whole nother planet and that's what's scary too is like how do you like oh you have a history of heart disease in your family be healthy mm-hmm. okay like oh you have a history of high blood pressure like work out okay like oh you have a history of paranoid schizophrenic Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> Here's this bottle that rattles. <laughs> <laughs> it probably not going to work, but uh good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Call us if you need us. It's scary. Yeah. And and what sucks is that like and like we've seen we've seen people have invested so much like put themselves you know in such great places to succeed done great things. Mhm. Wait wasted essentially. Well, essentially wasted. Mhm. That sucks. Yeah really does. So, and you're seeing an uptick in all of those, the bipolar diagnosis, the ADHD, which, I mean, that kind of started whenever I was a kid. You know, I'm sure it was probably really prevalent whenever you were a kid. They're just pushing the fuck. I was a riddling kid. Yeah. (laughs) Just pushing that shit. It fucks your brain up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really does. I mean, unless there's a, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a fucking expert. I can just give you anecdotal stories and evidence. But you start medicating kids, especially meds that mess with their brains, you're going to fuck them up for life. It changes the chemical makeup of their brain. It does. And I'll be the first one to tell you, I am a 
proud product of trial and error in pediatric psychiatric medicine. I was on Ritalin from the second grade, so since I was seven, for ADHD. And then after, so here's a fun one for you. A week and a half after my mom died, was killed, I was in PTSD counseling. Which to me was, let's go play with cool toys in the doctor's office and get yelled at for not paying attention. Because I didn't know I was there. Oh, he's not paying attention. Let's increase his Ritalin and let's put him on Paxil. He's pretty depressed and he's denying it when he's here in the office. Like, oh, the Paxil's not working. Let's keep him on the Paxil, but let's also start him on Seroquel. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's They just went for the gusto, didn't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last thing, we, we want to throw pills at it. and you, you know That was when I was 12. You got, All three of those when I was 12 years old. You got certain companies who pay a lot of money for people to take pills. Hmm? Yeah. Problem. Opioids. How, how long have they been, been pushed? Don't like them. Yeah. Hip surgery. Long I took, long I took time. three days. For three days. That's it. I'm done. I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I can handle this. I do wonder... Like Who's if, held accountable for that? Nobody. Oh, the drug companies, they'll pay a little. No. So have you ever heard about how they're they... they how they, corporations? Mm-mm. You ever heard about... So here's what they do. We're going to conspiracy theory here. No. it. This is... They've fucking admitted it. So what they'll do is they develop a drug. So like Oxy, right? They know it's addictive. They know it will fuck people up. But they also know that they can sell this many units and push this, and they're going to make $6 billion. And then in 10 years or 15 years, after they've made all this money, and then it's become a generic brand, then they're going to get sued, and they're going to pay out eh, $2 million, $2 billion even. Well, they made 6 It's a profit margin. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So a lot of them have a shell corporation. So you have, you pick a drug company, it doesn't matter. So we're going to call it Bees. Well, Bees has a shell corporation. It's B-E-E-S. Their shell corporation is B-Z-Z. And that's what the drug is sold through. So the drug does what it does. It works, but has... And how much does that shell corporation have in its account? One dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you sue them, oh, well, we don't own it. They do. So then that company gets, they pay out and they get shut down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now we've got Bs, B-S-Z-Z. Mm-hmm. That's their other show. It's like, it's like the fucking it's nursing homes. It's a game. Yeah. Like they keep getting shut down. Yeah. And just some other company comes in and takes it over, but it's really remember. the same fucking company. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember where I, where I read that. I wish I could remember. Well, that's just, that's just basic show that's corporation 101. It. Like it, yeah. Well, I, I remember too, when I was a... Uh, you know, always getting changed through like psych meds and stuff like that. They're like, "Oh yeah, here's your sample packs. I have some of these here in the office. We'll mm-hmm. start you on these, and then, you know, you have your prescriptions. Like, oh look, mm-hmm. they're free. Let's yeah. start you so on what's this. The, what's and... the kickback the doctors are getting for prescribing these meds? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I've always wondered. Well, why this one over that one? You got five choices. Why am I? Why are you giving every patient? This? That's well. Why does the insurance company get to decide what treatment you get or not? Mm-hmm. It, 
They're not fucking doctors. I'm very much of the mindset, like, and you can call me some hippie liberal or whatnot, but I think, you know, you you know me enough to know that, like, this is, that's not true, but, like, it, I don't think any psychiatric meds should be prescribed to anybody under 18. I, I don't, I don't. So I don't disagree, but I don't totally agree. I think as long as your brain is continuing to develop, there should be no chemical so interdiction. I think you need to be so, but see more than one doctor. Get like a third, fourth opinion type thing. All so that's going to do is just give you three or four different meds. Well, no, no so but there are there this. are legit issues that stem from chemical imbalances. Now the issue is with prescribing meds to somebody that young is a lot of times the meds that they need or will get prescribed, they have to be on forever because your body has this like energy conservation mode where like testosterone, we'll use that for an example. So if you start taking testosterone, your body will stop producing it Mm -hmm. and then we'll never produce it again. Mm -hmm. So you have to take it forever. So here's my question though. What's the difference between a chemical imbalance and a chemical difference? Look, let's, let's let's study the '90s babies. Like, let's throw Ritalin and Adderall at these kids left and right, because we think they have ADHD and it's a chemical imbalance. But now we come out and say they're they're just different, different learning styles. They're more creative. They're more visual. Like, mm-hmm. twenty years later, now we realize, oh well, it's just they were just different. They're just mm-hmm. different modalities that we can approach them with. I wonder Not a chemical imbalance. I wonder how much of that plays into the issues that we're seeing with mental health and suicide right now and just i that's like things like that if you're gonna tell me in 20 years mm-hmm. it's the same quite frankly it's the same argument some people are having for the vaccine we don't know yet mm-hmm. okay that's fair that's fair yeah but they're not saying we don't know they're saying you need to take this you have no, I'm to saying take like this. people are saying we don't yeah. we don't quite know yet yeah but you know back in the 90s we we're like Oh, yeah, cool. The doctor says so. But that's also, we're coming out of that generation of doctor says it, so we do it. I'm still trying to break my grandpa of that thought process sometimes. I think there is still a majority of the population that, well, I don't want to say majority. The, I still la- the think, large majority of med-taking of the med taking population members, the elderly. Yeah. Well, I think a, a large number of the population still believe that, though. That's why, partially why this vaccine thing with COVID is such a big deal. Because there are people who are like... No, and then there are people like well the experts say it's this is what we need so we're gonna take it and if you don't take it then you're the fucking devil well guess what the experts have changed their fucking opinion about 80 times in the past two years mm-hmm. wear a mask don't wear a mask wear two masks social distance well that doesn't work either okay well you know well and then like and not to get super political go down that rabbit hole but we've also heard like well yeah it changes its science we know yeah. So don't give us foolproof answers right off the bat. I remember when it first came out, they're like, if you take this, you won't get COVID, you won't give COVID. Mm-hmm. That that's, that was the oh, yeah. narrative set. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. That's why I got it. So mm-hmm. I didn't get it and give it to my grandpa because mm-hmm. that's what they said. Now they're like, <laughs> this is one of my favorite memes I saw. They're like, well, you won't get COVID. Well, you probably won't get COVID, but you might get COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, you could definitely get COVID, but it won't be that bad. Well, you'll definitely get COVID, and it, but the symptoms won't be that bad. And it's like, well, you'll get COVID, and you could die. Yeah. And it's like, well, you'll get COVID and die, but you might get to go to heaven. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. 
Yeah. But, and that's the thing though, is people don't pay attention and they don't, they forget, they don't do their research, you know, they don't, but, but it's, let's look at the nineties too. Like we did not have the ability to research in the palm of our hand. Yeah. But what I'm saying is people still will, sorry, um, people will still, they will see one thing. So like we can use COVID as an example, right? So they came out with the whole wear a mask and social distance, right? So then they changed the guidelines. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah, two weeks to flatten the curve. Two and a half years later. (laughs) Yeah. So, but then they changed the guidelines of, well, now you have to have this mask and full PPE and all this stuff. And you got other people just fucking, no, they said any mask is fine. Yeah, that's a joke. Well, they, they changed the guidelines. Well, I didn't see that. Okay. I mean, do your research. Stay up on whatever. And then we find out that it's all been fucking bullshit. As far as wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I keep seeing it around the John Hopkins study. It just came out. And it I, I, did, did not get media attention at yeah. all. Yeah, 62 or 63 pages of basically everything they did. The lockdown was ineffective. Masks mm-hmm. were ineffective. Mm-hmm. Vaccines ineffective. Yeah. And I haven't read it yet. It basically but so I want to read it. I read I it. See it and how I interpret what they're. I read it and it basically it, it it's a numbers game and it's outweighing. Like it's a numbers game and there's so it's basically saying like the lockdown did not prevent the spread, like it, if anything it slowed it, mm-hmm. which then hurt us more economically and the lockdowns essentially mm-hmm. did no serve no purpose other than just. Two weeks to flatten the curve is everybody go to the local swimming pool, give it to each other, and get over this and move on. Mm-hmm. All we did was drag it out. Yeah. But back to, like, I knew we were going to go down this rabbit hole. Back to my yeah, point of, this is why I believe that we shouldn't. Huh? What you, are you talking shit? No, I got to go home. Oh. That's <laughs> getting there. <laughs> but this goes back to the point of, like, I don't, I don't think we should start messing with brains under 18. Because what we may call a chemical imbalance today is actually just a chemical difference yeah. tomorrow. It could be, yeah. And I, don't I don't, know. I don't disagree with you. Like I said, I don't agree. I don't disagree. But we don't want to take our kids' health. We don't want to chance our kids' health. Yeah, just like the whole vaccine and myocarditis thing. Mm-hmm. And now I saw a report that says, well, if you wait for eight weeks to get your second shot. I just saw that. You may not get the myocarditis. I'm sorry. Me personally, take it for what it is. I'm going to take my 99% chance, 99.04% chance that I'm going to have zero symptoms and zero ill effects to my 80% chance that I'm going to get fucked up. So Jane and I had, we, we tested positive a few weeks ago. And we, we both got the original two vaccines from Pfizer. And she was <laughs> way sicker than I was. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying the vaccine has had anything to do with that. Because whenever we both get sick with the same thing that runs through your house, mm-hmm. she's always way sicker than I am. And I'm usually pretty light on the symptoms. In 15 years we've been together, she's seen me throwing up, throwing up once. That's it. It was. It's different body types. It well, was. It was genetics, so, blood type. There's fucking, a whole lot that plays into it where you can't just say, oh, yeah. And plus, by the time the vaccines came out, 
we'd gone through. Everybody probably had it, and some people didn't even realize it, or, mm-hmm. or most people. And so your body's already starting to build up the immunity to it. And knows how to fight it off better. I know, I tested... And your different uh, strains of it. I tested positive and had zero symptoms for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Wallace didn't get it at all. Mm-hmm. Still <laughs> how it happened. I tested negative, was around, like, three days after I tested negative, I was around a friend that was positive. Mm-hmm. It had cold symptoms. Not, I didn't care, I just had it. I'm fine, I got the antibodies, plus I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I get the same symptoms he has for two weeks. And test negative the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, because the evidence is out there that the tests they're using are not a fucking accurate. Yeah. There's a bunch of false positives. So he may have had COVID, may not have had COVID. He could have just had the fucking flu. Got a sinus infection at that time of year. Yeah. Because also when we got sick was by the time of year I always get a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, perfect I'm not, example. I'm not saying I didn't have it. I'm not saying I did. I tested positive, so I'm wrong with what I did. I tested four straight shifts because everybody at the station that I was at got it. Everybody. I tested four straight shifts. Never got it. You know what I want to do? Uh, talk to your wife. I'm interested in now because you got me thinking since we need to wrap this episode up anyway. I, want, I really want to kind of dive into the... I'm going to do a couple episodes on, like, childhood development in regards to what we talk about. Whether it be childhood trauma leading to careers of public service. There's a direct correlation with that. Um, looking back now, in a 20-year look back on different medications prescribed to children of different, what we thought at the time were psychiatric disorders. I'm, I'm curious. I'd like to talk to someone smarter than us about it. Take your pick. Let's talk to your wife. <laughs> it's like our little encyclopedia knowledge up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're just three dumbasses sitting around bullshitting. Yeah. Asking questions. And our opinions could be wrong. We don't know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely could oh, be wrong. I, you show me the dad, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Depends on how you present it. Yeah. It depends on where you get your data from. Yeah. If you get it from CNN, you can fuck off. If you get it from any of those new sounds, you can fuck <laughs> off. Because, I, mean, I, I mean, I try to be middle of the road, but they're Fox and CNN, MSNBC. Go down the list, and they're just shit. Yeah. I blame Ron Burgundy, but. well, I That's mean, what America needs, is Ron Burgundy reporting the news every night. He's the fuck one that ruined it. Yeah. He's the one that <laughs> ruined it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, and speculating during a car chase. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Haven't you? It's a fucking documentary. You never seen it, dude? I'm telling you, if some, if we, if we had all the money in the world, and tonight we made a network and we're like, hey, Ron Burgundy's coming on, and we just had Will Ferrell read the news every night, Fox and CNN would plummet. Absolutely plummet. <laughs> it's not wrong. No. You just told Ron Burgundy, hey, just report the facts. Let's not put any spin on this. Let's just give some good entertainment to America. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Walter Cronkite was the last one. Sat there, read the news, didn't give you his opinion. Good night. Well, that's what the news is supposed to be. It's supposed to be facts. Mm, Dan Rather. Uh, Dan Rather went off his fucking rocker. Towards the end. end. And he got very political. Yeah. Early Dan Rather was good, though. I mean, keep, just like when we run a call, I don't care what your political beliefs are. 
I don't care if you hate me. I'm there to help. That's it. <laughs> That's the end of the conversation. I'm here to help you. Yeah. It's so annoying, though, the last, what, five years, six years now, we've had to been like, how many quarters are a dollar? What day of the week is it? All right, whether you like him or not, who's the president? <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to preface that now. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And it's always a preface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we just, we need to come up with a different question. I'm tired of asking it. Yeah. <laughs> Half the time they don't even answer. Like, who's the president? And they're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> who's the best superhero? <laughs> well, then that gets you into a debate. Yeah. Hey, your patient's having a stroke, so when you guys are done debating this, uh, can we get them on the road? <laughs> well, they, hey, you know what? They can make a strong argument, but like, all right, they're good to go. <laughs> and we can all have fun. Yeah. Marvel or DC? We'll see two different things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Marvel. Now, well, it looks like you're not going to the hospital today, yeah. asshole. <laughs> now, are we talking about heroes or anti-heroes? <laughs> Who's the best villain? Who's the strongest villain? Again. To me, it's always going to be Joker and his ability to create chaos. You have to destroy things. You just let people destroy it for you. That's the only thing I hate about Batman. There's no killing rule. That's why I'm a fan of Deadpool. Yep. Because seriously, how how many lives does Batman cost? Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's always the big question. I mean, I understand. I, I, I applaud his moral code. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. No killing? I. That's awesome. But how many innocent people have died because you can't kill a clown? And it's a clown. People hate clowns. I want to know how many people Batman has paralyzed because I've seen some of the shit he does. <laughs> like, cool, you didn't kill him, but he's a veggie. Great. <laughs> I heard his neck fucking snap. Or <laughs> the fucking batarangs? Come on, they can put somebody's eye out. You got, to, like, what are those things, like, six, eight inches long? That's getting <laughs> yeah. stabbed. You could totally sever an artery and kill somebody. Like you hit it's that not dude. like he fucking gives them first aid. No, you, know? you hit that dude across the room at approximately 70 miles per hour against that wall, and then he fell to the floor. Just because at the end of the scene he went, ah, doesn't mean that he's in survivable shape. Well, yeah, like anybody Superman's ever punched? Yeah. Don't tell me they're alive. Don't, I don't want to hear yeah. it. Yeah, see, I never said that. Normal people get thrown through a wall. Why we did, die. Why does Superman take the beatings he takes? I'm just fly him into space, man. <laughs> yeah, like Hancock. <laughs> Do like Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Do I have permission to touch your body? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh, shit. It's oh. that time. Yeah. Well, we'll end it on Hancock. Yeah. Probably. Actually, you know they're making Deadpool 3. I also heard yeah. a rumor that uh, Deadpool is going to start being the new Stan Lee cameo in all the Marvel movies. Really? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That would you know, be it, cool. It was an online article, so but it'd be super cool if it was. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Keep that, keep that going. Yeah, I knew. Well, I mean, they were going to make a Deadpool three. I just yeah, but I'm, I mean the Deadpool cameo. Oh, uh, it's taking over for Stan Lee because that uh, was I, that was one of my favorite part parts of all the Marvel movies was yeah. Stanley being there. I did see a rumor that Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. That is Wolverine. Yeah, he's just he's too old. Sometimes you just age out of a part. That's I don't want to see him hang on too long. That's the great thing about the multiverse. Oh, so they're going to CGI him like they did Luke Skywalker and fucking Boba Fett? 
I was happy with that. I haven't seen Boba Fett yet. I was not happy with that. I was I was happy with that in The Mandalorian. I, I, I would have been happier if they would have just recast the character. No, I was happy with it. Yeah. Well, I agree to disagree. But I'm right. Thanks for stopping by. I haven't seen Boba Fett yet. It's on my list. Sorry, Jeremy ruined it for you. It's now the internet ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't know what happened by now, then yeah. I mean, yeah. I also know Cad Bane shows up. Kind of a wasted character. In the Clone Wars, he was, and he was awesome. Yeah. In the cartoon. But if you don't, if you're going to bring those guys back in these shows, or have in the shows, you got to use them the, the way they were, the way they are. I I was legitimately like there were parts that I liked. Yeah. As a whole, I think they missed the mark. It happens. It does. We'll see what they do with Obi Wan. Oh, I yeah. can't wait. I'm excited about I that. I can't wait. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we didn't really talk about what we were going to talk about. It was a hot spot. So, but, yeah. but we talked. But we talked. So there, you got content. You fucking happy? You got to hear. You were blessed <laughs> with the sound of our voices. Yeah. Like. I think more is Jeremy happy because he got content. Yeah. Tired of having that conversation. Aren't you taking a step back? Trying. You're not letting me. <laughs> Two in a row, dude. I don't, come, I don't come fucking pick you up. Fire you drive me. yourself no. over here. I quit. He brow- no. He browbeats you. Makes you feel guilty. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I want to have dinner with my wife and hang out with my dogs. My bad. Screw me for being a good husband. Try it sometimes. Just my leadership style. I manipulate. Hey, we can't say he's not an effective leader anymore because we're both fucking sitting here against our will. Yeah, I won't, I won't be here next week. <laughs> All right, everybody. So if you stuck around, which I hope you did. Um, Sorry. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you know somebody that is having an issue, reach out to them. If you're having an issue, there are resources out there. Um, you are not alone. That's one of the big lies that our little brain will play a trick on us and tell us we're the only one going through something, but you are not. Um, so, yeah, reach out and yeah, yep. have a good one. Thanks for stopping by.